You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed, it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, it is so great to be here with you all today on the BetQL Network, where every game is Game 7. We bring you no hot take BS on this show. We bring you the B, bets. We bring you the S, sports, the, the, the bull, and the bleep here on You Better You Bet. Uh, and the R, you live today. Remotes like yeah. remotes like the size of you on this camera shot. What are you? What are we doing? We got well. Like I, I, I don't know if like, I've done something like like weird here with my setup. So when we post videos on X or Twitter or whatever, like the videos all like that's a normal size. It looks like it does now, right? For people that are watching on YouTube or Twitch, right. when we post videos on, and I, I don't know. Like I know we had this conversation yesterday. Like I kind of want to get on TikTok, NickTok, NickTok, mm. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> But when we this, now now we're Nick Nick Lock Nick Lock <laughs> that should be that here. should be the handle of the that should it be the handle be. of the account. Yeah, so. It should be. But when we post these videos we're on so Instagram, funny. it's we're like so I, yeah. listen. I, it's like I would my, my yeah. wife will sometimes say to me like, "You think you're really funny, right?" And I will respond in two ways. What way number one is you married me, yeah. and number two is yes. Right. Yes, Checkmate. I do. <laughs> yes, right. yes, I do. I do think I do think I'm pretty funny. Thank you very much. And so do you, apparently, since we got married, right? Um, when we post the videos on Instagram, it's like zoomed all the way. Like it's like right, way up in there, man. I look at this, and I'm like, maybe I should wear some makeup on the show. I don't know if I, if I like this uh, hyper zoom that we've got on Instagram. So yeah, we got the uh, the old remote control here, which is, uh, I promise, a regular regular size remote, but just happens right. to look gigantic here. Looks like so. a yeah, looks like something. I don't even know what it yeah. looks like. It's like well, a much is, larger remote, actually. It is. Yeah. It is. It is just a remote control. Is that everyone right. can see here? I promise. For my, yeah. Verizon FiOS cable box. Uh, anyway, uh, we're coming to you live today. The Odyssey app, the BetQL app. You know, simulcast by our friends at Stadium, four to six p.m. Eastern. Love that they carry us for two hours every day. Uh, YouTube also they carry us for four. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and we're heard on radio stations nationwide, including Sirius 160 and XM 205. As Ken and I, we bring you the wagertainment. Nick Locke, they're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sports books, the great people at BetMGM. We want you to download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com and, of course, Subscribe to the BetMGM YouTube page, where my award-winning asterisk 
award-winning Board of Spreads video for Week 15 in the National Football League has been posted. 5-0 and last week. How about that? 5-0, and Mark. You also picked the games on Wednesdays. Maybe a bit of luck thrown in there. But 5-0 and last week. Five more best bets for Week 15 in the National Football League on the BetMGM YouTube page right now. The asterisk, by the way, was it has won no awards. Not yet, at least. So award-winning asterisk. BetMGM.com, the BetMGM app, and the BetMGM YouTube page. And do all these things on a T3. Three words that start with T. Tremendous football Thursday, December 14th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I am contractually obligated to tell each and every one of you suckers that Christmas is now just 11 days away. 11 shopping days left, everybody. Or 10, I guess. Uh, our show was on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. What, what, Tyler, pop on here. Is Tyler with us? We haven't checked Tyler's mic, so this might be a disaster. Hello, <laughs> Hello, Tyler. He's I'm here. <laughs> Tyler, I'm here. What's, uh, Tyler, what's uh, what's the Instagram handle for? It's not you better you bet. It's like the the BetQL network. YBYB Sports. No, no, that that's, that 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 thing's that thing's been shuttered for quite some time. Oh no. What's oh, the yeah. what's the what's the actual one? I'm not on Instagram. I don't have any idea. What's our BetQ? The what's Insta- the BetQL Instagram? BetQL app on Instagram and on TikTok. It's just at BetQL. Can we like? Like have like why is it BetQL? Like I understand like we have an app like also like BetQL app is like the was Instagram BetQL handle. Taken? Like is there a like, BetQL on Instagram that's not us? How about, how about, and how the hell about, is that just, possible? How about this? Let's, let's just rename it. Like name it something else. Can it be something else? Anything else? Uh, BetQL is this what it's called? Yeah, it's BetQL app. So anyway, listen. Like the name's stupid. Also, like great content being posted there at BetQL app on Instagram and then on TikTok at BetQL. Um, and like Ken and I are, maybe we'll start a TikTok at some point, uh, at Nick Lock when we do that. Mm. But for now, so Twitter, you better you bet. Instagram, at BetQL app. I, I, saying it actually pisses, makes me angry. At BetQL app on Instagram, and then at BetQL on TikTok. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, is on X, at Lockie Lockerson. We're going to get Ken on TikTok at some point before all of us die. And on this tremendous Football Thursday, we will bring you five phenomenal guests and a pretty like eclectic guest list today. Our pal Adam Chernoff will join the show, Simple Handicap Podcast. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider. Connor Allen from 4 for 4 and Betsperts. Evan Silva from Establish the Runs. We got four regulars on the show on a tremendous Football Thursday. And also joining us, you play or you bet, you bet to, to win the game? Or like you, you bet to win the money? You bet to win the money. You bet. Hello. You bet to, like you hello. Bet like to win you, the money. You bet. You cash bet to win the money instead because it's one syllable. You bet to win the cash. There you have it. Or you bet to win the Bitcoin. You bet you to win the, the crypto. Your bookie's ass. Does... We'll just cross everything over. It'd be good. Yeah. Uh, legendary football personality, former NFL head coach, former college football coach, ESPN NFL analyst, making his You Better You Bet debut. Herm Edwards joins us today on You Better You Bet at 5 o'clock Eastern time. So Chernoff, Baldinger, Alan Silva, and Herm coming up today on You Better You Bet. Plus, we get some award betting, an award tour. On award tour with Ken Barkley, my man, giving out the bets the best that he can. MVP, offense, defense, come back. Shout out to a tribe called Quest. I love that. Uh, award yeah. bets coming up today in the National Football League. Tyler writes a great song. Yes. Yes, it is. One of the best tribe called Quest songs. We could be, we're totally honest about it. Uh, 
all of the award thoughts in the National Football League, P-squared, B-squared, NFL awards, coming up starting in hour number one when we'll talk most valuable player. Can't wait for that. Uh, I can't wait for coach of the year, comeback player of the year. It's all going to be great. Power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight in the NBA, in the National Hockey League, and then side total and props, Monday Night Football in Sin City, Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders, Easton Stick and the Bolts. We are locked and loaded here on a tremendous football Thursday. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Good. I've, I've gone from not caring about the game at all to incredibly interested in the game tonight because of our conversation yesterday. And now I feel like I'm back to who cares again. Like, how do we got to get some interest going again? Like, we didn't get the things that we wanted from an injury or quarterback standpoint to, uh, to like, pepper the board with the overbets. So there's there's some interesting stuff out there. If you, if you want to play Easton Stick to be even, like, competent, it still pays pretty well, um, but with no Keenan Allen, obviously that's going to be a little difficult. Not not as confident in terms of what we're going to expect tonight in uh, in the NFL game. Ton, uh, but weird for Thursday, like a healthy amount of NBA. Sometimes you get to NBA Thursday, like three games. It was like seven games tonight or something like that. Uh, there are seven games tonight. And a couple like pretty interesting ones. First game, Warriors with... Draymond on his indefinite suspension, which I guess we could talk about if we wanted to, um, against the Clippers, who we bet every single game and they cover all the time and win a lot. And uh, but have been having a lot of success with NBA sides, which is good. Won every NBA side we've given out this week, which is great. And then uh, and also like a good amount of hockey, which is always the case on Thursday. So it's just like a, a nice balance. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm going to watch this NFL game. Maybe by seven o'clock, I'll have talked myself into enough bets that that'll be the case. You you might be on your own on this one. I'm just giving you a heads up. Well, I'll here's what I'll say is, look, like I'm going to watch. I will voraciously consume this game tonight. Looking very much forward to it for many different reasons. Bets, fantasy. We'll have a bunch of daily fantasy lineups as well. Can't wait for it. So as of right now, there's you know pull back the old curtain a little bit. Not that this is like industry secrets here, but as of right now. We have uh, blotted, blocked out, whatever, assigned the entire final segments of the show today for this football game tonight. With the thought process being, because I'm, I'm thinking about it this morning, I do a ton of radio, do a ton of media on Thursdays, and I always get asked about the Thursday night game, like what's the prop for the game, and like the Chicago, I go on, and, and Mitch Rosen runs, our, our boss, like runs the station in Chicago, 670 the score, 670 the score, and they, uh, and they I think I'm like, 90% this year giving out the one Thursday night prop on their morning show. Oh. So I always get asked about it. So I always like have like a prop ready and I'm thinking about it and look like we can kind of, I can make a guess as to what I think the chargers are going to do tonight on offense, but with no Keenan Allen, it, it, it clears up so much target share and so many air yards. And like, there's so much to go around now with Keenan Allen out and it's a first start for Easton Sticks, so like we can make our best guess. But I think it's difficult to kind of like pin something down. And with the Raiders, like is Jacobs going to play? Doesn't look like it. Devontae Adams probably going to play, but maybe not a hundred percent. I think it creates Ken. I think it's difficult to kind of come up with something unless it's just AOC unders, and that's what I ended up going with. By the way, has dropped twelve yards over the course of the day, not just because of me. I'm sure people kind of feel the same way that I do, and the same way that you do. But I think like if we're if we talk this out. I think that we may be able to come up with stuff that we may like really like in this game. Ah, uh, and I think we're going to end up with a couple bets on it. And I think you're going to end up into the game is my, is my guess based off our conversation coming up in the final segment of the show today. Just a guess. So both, both quarterback passing yards props are under 200. Um, O'Connell, I see like 195 and a half. I don't know if MGM has dropped more than that. That's about what he was yesterday. I think uh, AOC was 193 now. And Ken, it was 205 okay. and a half this morning. 
for so AOC. So reopened at 205 and a half. I wonder if that's like Devontae confirming that he was like, or, you know, likely to play. I wonder if that this upgraded the yardage. That, this was before like the chef. I don't have an explanation for that Devontae. Then. I got I got nothing for you on that one. Uh, one ninety five and a half, and then Easton stick about ten yards less than that ish. Um, so like again, like the expectation for tonight is not a lot uh, from an offensive standpoint. And then again, just like all right, like Keenan Allen's out and Devonte Adams is playing, but what that's what's that going to look like? I mean, the highest Chargers receiving yards number of any player is thirty five and a half. That's Palmer. what I see right now. Yeah, there's it's like a bunch of 30s, basically 28 and a half, 31 and a half, 30. Like it's just a, an even spread. But like, I mean, that's that's like <laughs> bottom of the barrel stuff. It's the Raiders defense. Like I maybe Antonio Pierce like has worked has been some miracle worker here. Be like, oh, well, you know, they stopped the Vikings. Yeah, Jefferson got hurt like in the first quarter. Like, it's like wait, yeah, good luck. And uh, you know, in, a a story, Ken, yeah. in a related story, in a related story. This news broke about five minutes before we hit air today. Josh Dobbs is the emergency third quarterback for the Vikings on right. Sunday. Jaron Hall will back up. The Iceman Jaron Hall will back right. up uh, Nick Mullins in this game. So there there you as go, in, Dan, a related story to what Ken was just saying. Right. Em- emergency as in if you bet the over in the game and you see Josh Dobbs, it's an emergency because it means the over is <laughs> not going to hit probably. I just uh, I just look at these numbers and I just go like, like the Raiders part, I don't know. But the Chargers part. Like you mentioned, like there, he's gonna throw the ball sometimes. It's the Raiders. Like it's what, Kellen, what are the it's Kellen what, Moore. what is the Raiders defense gonna be? They yeah. pass a ton, a ton. Now with Herbert, obviously, but I mean, I don't see why it would change. They're five and eight. What do they have to lose? I mean, I, if you play every over, <laughs> it's fourteen to one. I'm just yeah, whatever. I'll get to that later in the show. Uh yeah, like it's and be like, well, like what's the likelihood all four of them go over at these numbers? Pretty good. <laughs> Actually, like everybody can't have 30 yards. Really? Like that's that's what we're setting as the threshold. And then like alt-wise, oh God. Like what's, jo- I mean, what do you think Josh Palmer to have 100 yards in this game pays? Well, before I kind of give you like my guess there, I yeah. think that Palmer profiles as like the one-for-one Keenan Allen replacement. Like, I think Palmer is right. in that role tonight, is my guess. Now, I'm guessing. I don't know that for sure. That would be – I actually feel pretty good about that guess. Palmer, 100 – I mean, it's got to be, like, a pretty decent price, right? 7-1? Uh, to one? 10. Yeah. 100 yards. What about what about seven catches or more? Uh, not probably a crazy pretty... number, by the way. Seven. No, espe- especially yeah. if he's Keenan Allen. In this Keenan Allen, it's not crazy at all. Plus 750. Ooh. Seven catches. I mean, what what are the all right? All right. Well, this is how I'm going to be interested in the game. I'm going to bet on Easton Stick to be average, and if he's average, the payouts are just astronomical on all this stuff. Like absolutely massive. Average Easton Stick. Average Easton. Yeah. Easton. Uh, I don't. I don't have anything that's. You would think with a name like Easton Stick, the the plays on words would just come fast and furious here, but I don't know. There's a lot going on here. Three point Easton Stick average. What is that? What's that from? That was like Mike. That was Mike Sanders. WCW gimmick was he's above average. Mike Sanders and his his name nickname was three I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, why? I don't I don't understand why if above because like a grade point average is that like yeah what grade it's point to be? average correct yeah oh okay I didn't I guess do it's not the guess, until I, guess I got to college 
Yeah, yeah, high school, either. elementary school, I only had letter grades. Yeah. Uh, well, we had number grades. I went to like a really – Alex Fasano went to the same high school as me, and yeah, it was very, very difficult. <laughs> Not easy. Yeah. Oh, I think I had number uh, – maybe like like or like elementary school, maybe I had letter grades for stuff. Yeah. What did I, got, I did it terribly in one thing. I can't remember what it is right now, but I remember I was like not I was remember I was like pretty upset about it. I just so. I liked when you said even spread before and I well I think it was even yeah. spread. receivers. Oh Eastern State. <laughs> oh he's dropping back to pay yes. All right. We're just getting right. started here on a tremendous football Thursday. Can you tell? Um, all of our bets for tonight. I, I'm like also. I think we're gonna end up with a lot on the Chargers Raiders game. That'll come up at the end of the show. But on the other side, P squared, B squared, one on award tour with Kim Barkley, my man, and we'll start with MVP next. We'll be right back with you. Better you bet. Presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. The great Mike Tirico with the call this past Sunday night. Dak Prescott on the Cowboys slicing and dicing and carping up the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know, like a Thanksgiving turkey or something. Uh, we'll get to awards uh, coming up in just a second here. We had great guests joining us over the course of the show, highlighted by former NFL and college football head coach, ESPN NFL analyst, Herm Edwards, making his You Better You Bet debut. Adam Chernoff, Brian Baldinger, Connor Allen, Evan Silva will join us as well over the course of the show. All our bets for tonight coming up in the power hour, final hour of the show. Um, we can... Uh, we can talk about this a little bit more, Ken, um, in the final hour when we give our NBA bets. But we were just talking about it in the break. Just curious, um, your thoughts. So the Bucks win and cover last night against the Pacers. Good call by you on Milwaukee. Ooh. Game goes game was way over. I like how you were like, you haven't given out a losing NBA side this week. And I was basically like the uh, the living version of the Homer Simpson, this like moving back into the bush. The, oh, like, okay. Jiff or meme. Yeah, uh, sure. I'm getting I'm getting railroaded on like sides and totals this week. Props any, kind of keeping me afloat. You got any sides tonight that you like? I think tonight's a little tough. Let's see. Off the top of my couple, head, I can't. I got a couple I got? that I like. Um, what do I have? Uh, do we like the Clippers tonight? No, I like Golden State a little bit. Um, I like the Jazz a little bit against the Blazers. Oh, that's good. I I had them as like a maybe. I think that's I think that might be an okay look. Uh, you know, Markin is probably not going to play. I think I saw. Um, but doubtful. He's doubtful. Yeah. Yeah, just so you wonder if that was like a one a one game burst against the Knicks with him back, and then like who it's knows? Just Portland, also Portland favored uh, by more than a possession is a little tough. Oh yeah, and like the Jazz were so bad. Is it really only? Is it like one night only that they're back to being competent? Like really? Like they're way better coached than Portland. So yeah, it's, that's an interesting game. I like. Uh, well, need a, need a couple injury reports. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like the Kings a lot, uh, and. If Edwards plays, I couldn't be more obsessed with Minnesota. And people are betting Minnesota like Edwards is going to play. Uh, they should be a small favorite in the game on the road if he plays, probably like one or one and a half. And they opened a one, they opened a two point dog, and have kind of gotten bet gradually throughout the day. I, I agree with that. Dallas is like, as much as they hammered the Lakers in that game, Lakers hadn't played since the final in the in season tournament. Whew, man, like really up against it rotation-wise against a really, really good defensive team. Jane McDaniels is back. You could throw him on Luka, among other players. Like it's that's a, that's a tough draw if Edwards play. If Edwards doesn't play, Minnesota gets totally thrown. They can't score. Um, so the game kind of becomes a toss-up. But man, if he plays, like I don't there's I don't think there's a one possession number I wouldn't bet Minnesota at. And and Luka obviously not a hundred percent. How do we know that? He's telling you that he's not yeah, even close like to a hundred percent. Minutes. Last two Want minutes. a uh, 
want a couple prop thoughts quickly for tonight, and then we'll get to uh, the other stuff. Yeah, here. Uh, are you are you uh, are you like? So I'm, I was I saw something the other day, and I go, he's gonna have this the next time because it's kind of like the people that really pay attention, like the NBA, like the people that are really in on this stuff. How it like everyone's been an exum tonight, right? Like that's got to be like one you of know I so I, I am not on like I know that he's like major major like not, even well, not even just betters. People that are doing right. NBA content, like everyone's yeah. on Dante Exum right now. I maybe I could get into it over the course of the show. Well, the but payouts he's, were he's huge. The, when he, yeah. I think like three plus threes was like fifteen to one the other night or something. That's, like that's pretty good. Or whatever he had. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I have for tonight circled. Um, if Brogdon and Aiton don't play, All right. I don't know like what what number I would not bet Shade and Sharp over points at for Portland. Okay, um, against the mighty so, Jazz defense. So what's so Markinen played last night, obviously for Utah, and Fontecchio right. still started. They, they started both of them, and Fontecchio went over. If Markinen doesn't play tonight, I think it's just like more Fontecchio. Love it. Um, I mean, it's the it's the bet that doesn't lose. Yeah, Jaime Jaime Hawkins over points. Play, maybe like nobody like, might play for my like. Do people? Can, like, do people understand? I I feel like I I don't do a good enough job of like promoting this that like we've been betting this since the start. You and, do like, a pretty it actually, good job. We get comments from people lose. about it. We don't get comments from anybody about anything NBA, and people comment about this. So you're at least it, getting through to somebody. Ken, it it actually like it doesn't lose. Like yeah. it actually he goes over every single. He's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. And like and like more players are out tonight for Miami. Like he's gonna take out so Jaime Hawkes. Um, and then like. How do we not play until Levine comes back? Like, why don't we just keep playing Kobe, Kobe White, White overs until Levine comes back? Do you see? Do you see what happened to him a little bit? Uh, not like him specifically, but in a, in a market, he's gotten bet to win Most Improved Player a lot because, like, with Levine out, he's been so good. He's like twenty to one, I think, and because Most Improved is a really crowded market, Maxi is a big favorite, justifiably so. Shengun, who's definitely still alive to win, Barnes, who might not be. And Halliburton, who I think can't win, but like whatever, people can disagree. And uh, and then so there's there's not a lot of win probability for Kobe White to take, even if he's awesome. If Levine's like still out, and then they trade him, the idea is kind of like like I get why people bet it because if Levine's just never on the team ever again, then what if Kobe White's like a 25 point per game scorer? He averaged like 14 points a game last year. Like sure, like okay, I get it, but I mean, still some guesswork of like. How not not even can he keep doing this? I think the answer to that is actually kind of yes. Just like is the opportunity going to be there? Once you know that opportunity is there, then it becomes like I think a really really interesting bet. But like you you want the certainty of the opportunity because the players that he's competing against for that award, like Maxi is kind of having like a historic kind of an improvement season, and maybe they add a third player. But like it's not like you're going against a vulnerable favorite or something. Like I think you need a little more ammo to bet Kobe White to win most improved just based on the competition. I got two other NBA prop notes and then something that will dovetail in with something you've talked about. And that's the second prop note. And then we'll get to awards in a second here. The first is, the first ball up is five. Uh, Malachi Branham last night for the Spurs had another 19 points. So he's yeah, like, these guys, these yeah. guys don't get listed. Like Hawkes usually doesn't get listed until like we're about to go off the air and he'll get listed. So Branham's kind of the same way. He's playing, he, he goes over every single game for San Antonio now. So just something to keep in mind. The other one would be, and Ken, you've been saying that maybe Memphis is going to be a play on once Ja comes back. Well, so I mean, they, they keep getting wrecked though. Like I, they, well, I, I, mean, I wanted to bet them to, well, here's the thing though. Like the Dallas has been so hot out of the, like in the round, the in season tournament and afterwards that like, we're actually almost to the point. So I had, I had it in my, like I've been following this for a while, like to bet Memphis to win the division if they could like somehow tread water for another like few games, 
because they were like 35, 40, 45 to one. And Dallas was like two games over 500. Like it was awesome. It was like the perfect setup to make a really valuable bet. Except Dallas has won every game since then. And Memphis has basically lost every game. They yeah. lost two in a row. They beat Detroit the other night. But like, I it might already be too late. Like it's like, now to be fair, the price has gone up. You know, Memphis is like 70 to one to win the division right now. Something like that. Like, it's just, you look and you just go, like, could, can he come back, like, sooner by two games somehow? Can we just start this? Because, like, if he comes, like, you're, every team, whoever you like, They're whatever nine games team, out. Take, it's yeah, a number. Take, take their best player and just remove him and don't replace him with anybody. And that's Memphis. It's like, take Warriors with no Curry. How they doing for 20 games? You know, Nuggets with no Jokic. How they doing for 20 games? So just, like, that's what Memphis has been. Like, people for, this team wins an insane number of games with this guy and this coach together. Like they win all the time. They win a billion games. It just might be too much now. <laughs> it just really, like I put, I speculative, I bet 35 for a little with the idea that like I am hammering this in a week if they just win some of these games and if Dallas doesn't like go on a huge run and it's been, it's completely gone to pieces. Like it was going to be a sick angle. It was going to be so good. And uh, and now I, I think it's like you're just lighting money on fire. They might be too far back. Like yeah. eight is tough. That's a tough number. But it's not nine, I think is the number. It's, 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 it's going to be really hard. It's a big number, um, yeah. But like, Yo, bet the Jaron Jackson points over last night. Second straight 40-point game. So Bain comes back. Ja comes back. Jar if Jaron Jackson's this, and he's, like, turned into, like, an insane— I'm not saying he's going to average Smart 40 points too. a game. And Marcus yeah. Smart's going to be— Like, can they— I, I don't know. Instead of betting them, between, can they make the playoffs? Like, should we be betting them so to, like, win the Western I've Conference? It's a low limit market. It was like tough to bet a lot into it. One place. Dude, they're going to be awesome. If Jaron Jackson's this, they're going to be yeah. awesome when Ja comes back. I, I yeah, I got it. Like I, <laughs> I bet them to win the division. Like I got it. So it's like, I just need like you can't you can't be like twelve back and be like here we go. Like all right, here we go. Like it's just, <laughs> I was, was going to ask you to da, do that. Da, if you da, da, so da, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it'd be really tough. You just, uh, there's, there's a certain point where you just go, look, like, this just isn't going to happen. Um, but there was a low limit market on to make the play-in tournament, which is perfect, right? Because 7, 8, 9, 10, you don't want to be above that. Well, now they're definitely never going to be above that. They got, like, no chance almost. And set, like, I don't know what that price has changed to. I bet a lot of, like, 300 and 350. Well, not a lot. I bet it many times. Um, just, like, trying to get something on Memphis that was, like, achievable. And uh, it might have even changed way more in my favor. Honestly, I haven't checked it in the last couple of days. I kind of like lost a lot of heart when they uh, got smoked by Houston last night. But that's like kind of the market probably for them now is go on a huge run just to be in the mix, like to get the play in spots, which again, the 10, like if the Warriors aren't good, you only got you only need like one more team to be not that good. And you're and you're already in if you're Memphis, like it's you know 10 in a 15 team conference. Pretty easy case to make when three teams are brutal. They're, uh, they're six and a half out right now of the 10 seed, uh, the Grizzlies are. So a lot of time left. Also, like I I, I, like, I really like betting Jaron Jackson points overs. It's been pretty fun the last couple of times we've done it. It's it's or 40, 40 points yeah. a game. All right. You better you bet here with Nick again. Uh, speaking of, da -da 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 here we go. That's what Dak Prescott says at the line of scrimmage, and everyone loves it now. Here we go. Up. Oh, I'm still partial to Aaron Rodgers. Green 18. Uh, let's talk some NFL. Let's talk some NFL no awards dude. here. Uh, Jake, bring the music up here, and uh, Ken, let's get to it. And we'll start with the most valuable player. Uh, Dak Prescott is your favorite, plus one fifty. Brock Purdy, 
is a BetMGM. Obviously, our show sponsor, the uh, the King of Sportsbooks. Dak Prescott, plus 150. Brock Purdy, plus 175. Lamar Jackson, 6-1. to one. And remember, on Christmas night, Ravens and the 49ers underneath the tree. Which is an Under- awesome. It gets it gets more awesome by the week, that game. It's really, it's really good. The only thing that would make it better is if, like, Jim Harbaugh were on the sidelines for the 49ers right? also. The, for that the, could, like, that the Super could Bowl. definitely be the Super Bowl, too, by the way. That's the most likely Super Bowl matchup probably right now. Wow. It's, yeah, because you're two, you're two one seeds right now if the season ended today in the AF and NF, AF and NFC. The AFC and the NFC. Ah, uh, yes, uh, both C's. Right. <laughs> it's the C's, the conferences. Uh, Jalen Hurts, eight to one. Josh Allen is fourteen, and then three players are all at sixteen to one. And then I have chosen not to include anybody else: Patrick Mahomes, Tua Tagovailoa, Tyree Kill, all at sixteen to one. Ken, thoughts on NFL Most Valuable Player? Yeah, well, number of, I mean, there's a few different things we probably have to go over this week. Uh, and again, I kind of have to take the two different paths. Like, if you bet Dak, and if you didn't. And or if you have nothing, right, you're coming in right now like, hey, I want to bet this market. It sounds like fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, first thing would probably just be number of players who have greater than zero to win. I really want to kick Jalen Hurts out of this. Uh, so, all right, let, let's do that. We'll do the positives. So the players who have any chance to win. Dak, Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Tyreek Hill. That's probably it. You can argue Jalen Hurts, but I'll like I'll book you if you want to bet it. Like I just I think it's a zero. I just really I think this is a non-starter now. Um, even if he shows out against Seattle, it feels like it's too late. There's not that many games left. They play like push like walkover games where you can be like, well, big stats and be like, yeah, nobody's paying attention though. Like nobody cares anymore. Blow out the Giants, neat. Um, also, will they and, blow and- out the Giants? But the way the Giants are playing, and they don't the two, have two the games, one loss also... advantage now against right. teams. They don't have like they're right. not going to finish with the best record by two games anymore. Now. So that's so that's, that's a tough case to make. And you can be like, well, that's unfair, and be like, well, I think that's kind of how this is going to go. Honestly, like he, he, they had their chance to be the super team, and uh, and they played a really brutal schedule, and their defense kind of let them down a little bit. So I'm kind of proceeding like greater than zero is five players basically, and then I, I think I'll do if you don't have Dak. Like if you're just like what what I what should you do now, uh, man? This market feels really dead right now. Let's be honest. Like it feels like there's not a lot. Left. It feels like this is really close actually. From even if you remove the players that I said are zeros and you just look at the prices of the other four, I think that's about right. <laughs> I think that's like pretty good. I uh, there are a couple arguments you could make. I'm sure people out there be like Purdy has to be a bigger favorite than Dak because their schedule so much easier. So he's more likely to get a big record. But as we've already established with like the myriad guests we've had on the show this week. There is like this inherent pushback to him winning, whether you think that's, again, whether you think that's fair or not, I don't care. I just want to listen to what people are saying. There's pushback to it. So now I have to care. Like, honestly, like I was going to hedge more and I don't think I am. I think there's like a lot of pushback to this happening and it doesn't have to be from everybody. And like the analytics community is going to scream that he should win if he ends up with the best numbers and the best EPA and they win a bunch of games. But there is a subjective quality to this. This is why I said last week, like he's the safest candidate. Because he's going to win a ton of games, and his numbers are going to be great. He's the safest. It's not even close. His price is actually like to, likely to drop again this week, because one of Dak or Josh Allen is going to lose, and he's going to win by 900 points against Arizona. So play it out. Like, where's the price going? It's going to go down again. But at the end, do I think he's going to win? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I think he is like almost 100% to be a finalist. I think you can like lock that one up right now. That's not a betting market. But like... There's a difference between he's his price is going to drop, he's going to get really close, and like push comes to shove, do I think he's going to win? And I, I'm not sure. Like I hedged him last week, thought his price was likely to drop, got it right, in at 350, whatever. Like I'm I'm covered, but like 
I don't know. So I think the market kind of has this right. I think Dak wins every tiebreaker against him every single time, but Dak's more likely to lose and have a worse record and kind of like have more dings against him in the next few weeks. And so they're kind of priced the same. And I kind of agree with that. And there's like a long shot path for Lamar Jackson, might be longer than this. And there's a long shot path for Josh Allen. And there's a really long shot path for Tyreek Hill. That's kind of what the prices say. There's a long shot path for all three of those guys. Like, I kind of just agree with all of this now. I don't, if you have nothing, I think there's a terrible time to get into this market. We can go over Josh Allen and some other stuff after the break, but it's it's tough. I think we might be pretty close here. We'll examine some of the long shots on the other side for NFL Most Valuable Player. We'll also get into Offensive Player of the Year. We're a two-man race, as it's been for a while, with Tyree Kill and Christian McCaffrey. Our number one comes to an end. Next, You Better You Bet with Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Second and goal, they go empty. Design play and spinning, driving, turning those legs into the end zone for a touchdown. Oh, they had him about three yards out. And Josh Allen just took a whole wave of Chiefs with him into the end zone for the score. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Oh, baby, Jim Nance with the call this past weekend on CBS. Your boy was fist pumping like Paulie D at the Jersey Shore when Josh, Josh Allen got into the end zone. Josh Allen, a bunch of fantasy leagues, absolutely loved it. And also, you know... All the Bills futures bets, all of them. Uh, big result last week with the Bills taking down the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll be simulcast uh, by our friends at Stadium, and we'll have a couple great guests joining the show to help us uh, get us set to bet and win this weekend on the National Football League. Adam Chernoff, Brian Baldinger, Connor Allen, Herm Edwards. That's right, the great Herm Edwards will all join us in the next two hours coming up here on You Better You Bet. But for now, we wrap up our number one, continuing our discussion on NFL Most Valuable Player. Jake, roll the music up here. And Ken, let's talk about Josh Allen's candidacy here. Allen at 14-1 to 1 right now following Buffalo's, um, I would say upset. It was basically a coin flip game on the road in Kansas City this past week. Um, and if you'd like, we can get to some of the other guys, like Tyreek Hill, maybe at 16 to 1. Um, any other MVP thoughts here, please, starting with Josh Allen? Yeah, I think like Josh Allen, Lamar, and Tyreek Hill would kind of be the like, I guess I could see it happening, but it would take a lot. They would kind of be those candidates. And it doesn't mean they can't win. Uh, and the market has them priced like it would take a lot, to be fair. So it doesn't even mean they're bad bets. Lamar's, uh, well, I'll do Josh Allen first because you asked me about it. So the the problem with betting this price, uh, this is a great bet if you believe the following thing to be true. That if the Bills win every game from now to the end of the season, that he definitely wins. That he definitely wins. Not like, well, it'd be close. Definitely wins. And if you think that's true, that like the recency bias of this, he's a player that a lot of people love anyway. Uh, his stat profile will almost certainly be close to as good as Dak and Brock Purdy. Uh, if he does this, if he wins these games, if you think that he gets it, then you should bet this because the price is really good for that. Uh, my problem is I don't think that. I think that it would be really close and I would want to know what the other guys did. And I think a lot of people would say the same thing, like, well, what is... Does Dak win some of the game? Does Dak win every other game except Sunday? Does Brock Purdy win out and beat Baltimore? Like what happens? And those other permutations are what make this price this price. Because if you just felt like if they won, it's him, then figure out what the rolling money line parlay is of the four games. They're going to be favored in all four. They're going to be big favorites in two of them. It's way less than this. 
it's way less than this. So like, if you feel like if he wins them all, he's in, this is a great bet. Uh, I don't think that. I think he would have a really good chance, but I there I would need to know what everybody else did. I need to know what the stats were like. I need to know how he looked in the games where they won. And because of that, that's why the price is what it is. So like people can say, oh, like long shot, this is so good. Cause like if they run the table and I guess my point is like, yeah, that's like why this price is this because they're a two-point favorite on Sunday. They're going to play Miami in the last game of the year. Tyreek's at least probably okay by then. And then you probably get like an okay Miami team. And that point spread's a really small point spread too. Buffalo's probably a small road favorite in that game. So like, okay, yeah, it could be a good bet. You have to, in order to make the button, click the button, you have to think if they went out, it's his. And I'm just not willing to concede that right now. I think it's like, it'd be really close. I think he'd be in the finalist, be him and Purdy and Dak or him and Purdy and Tyreek if it gets 2000 or him and Purdy and Lamar, whatever. And I don't know what would happen. And I think he'd have a case, but like, that's why the price is what it is. So I think that's the Josh Allen part of this, like intriguing candidate. Absolutely. Yeah, there's only, I think there are only five guys who can win. He's one of them. Like that's, of course it's intriguing. He's more intriguing than Tua, you know, who can't win. He's more intriguing than Jared Goff. Um, but just like, is it a valuable bet? You have to think that if they went out, it's his. And I, that's tough. So we can talk about other candidates, but I think that's the Josh Allen part of this. Would you is would it be better just like to bet the Bills in every game where at least like you know like you think they're going to win every game like then they'll win every game and you'll win as right. opposed to betting Josh Allen to win MVP where they win every game and you might not win. Well, you would you would bet the Bills in every game if you just like liked the prices right because the payout's going to be way less than a sixteen to one or a fourteen to one or whatever. Like you you bet them to win on Sunday and they're you know you don't you don't get sixteen to one but you do get the money if they win. So it's just, it's kind of like, you, there's, I don't think there's a lot going on here. <laughs> like the, the problem with awards late in the season, not the problem with awards, but the problem with some awards is that they become like binary. It's like win all the games and you get it, lose once and you're out. And the prices just reflect what that would be. So it's like, there's no, there's no ambiguity anymore. And you, you thrive in award markets, betting them when there's ambiguity, when it's early in the year and nothing's like set yet. And you don't know what the, the run out has to be for the things that when we do coach of the year, this is going to be the same problem is that it's like, oh, can that guy win? Yeah. If you rolling parlay the four games. So like, what's going, there's nothing here then. It's just, you're basically clicking a different button and making a different bet. Will they win all their games? Yes. No. Will they make the playoffs? Yes. No. It's probably a more appropriate way to put it in coach of the year. So like, Josh Allen can win, but again, make the bet. You got to think that's, it's like, you got to think if they went out, it's his. And if you, and if you do think that, then you should bet. Like, this is a great bet. If you think that's the case, this pays way more than them to win the four games is probably going to pay with how we likely think those markets are going to develop. Uh, Lamar, just cause like, I haven't talked about him at all. And people are like, well, what about Lamar Jackson? I mean, like they're very likely to be the one he's got that in his pro column for sure. Uh, at the mid-season point, got some buzz for MVP. I think everybody kind of like thinks he's really good, having a good season, had a good game on Sunday, certainly. Uh, he's just crazy behind statistically right now. <laughs> like he's, uh, it's not like, well, you know, like it's really close and he's, you know, one touchdown pass behind and he's like some yards behind. He's currently 14th in the NFL in passing yards. And again, this isn't like old Lamar where it's like, well, he's running for a thousand yards. He's not, he's not doing that at all. Uh, he's 14th in the league in passing yards and in passing touchdowns, he trails Dak by 12 with four games left. So like, and he's run for five touchdowns. If you want to make like the all in pro Lamar case, he's still behind, but it's not by as much. He's, I think he's so far behind. Like it again, Josh Allen, he has to win all the games. Lamar, it can happen. Man, he's got to torch a bunch of these teams. He's got to torch the Niners probably too, to have a chance Again, like you can't parlay bad his weather on Sunday night. Game. 
right. bad weather Sunday night. Like, is he? Is it likely he's going to have a huge statistical game at the wind? Right. It's going to be crazy, and it's raining in Jacksonville. It's totally. It's, I'm glad you brought that up. I should have brought that up with Allen and Dak too. That like, there's the chance for wind and rain in that game too, where it's like again, like a lot of guys could have bad stat games, but but the Jacksonville one. Too, yeah, I, I just want to like, I want to give you like a little like credit here because like yeah. that one's more like way more like feel like it's it might be okay the Buffalo game, sure. whereas the Jacksonville yep. game like almost feels like a certainty there's going to be some yep. sort of weather involvement. So I, I just I would tell people like, look, I, I think Lamar can. I'm not saying can't win. I think Jalen Hurts can't win. I think Lamar can. What price are you paying? How likely is it that he can really close the gap statistically on some of these players? It's unlikely. It just is. It's unlikely. I'm sorry. Like, it just is unlikely, and it's priced like it's unlikely. So that's what that is. He can win, sure. And when he wins at the end and he goes crazy and he has great games, that's what it took. And, like, extreme outcomes that are are not the average in terms of what's going to happen. Um, Tyreek is, like, just, he got hurt. I don't know if he's going to play this week. It seems like it's not going to happen. <laughs> it seems like the seems like 2000 is going to be tough, and uh, and we'll do offensive player of the year after this, which will weave this in. Also, it's a tough case to make. It's a tough bet to make right now. He had the choice matchup on Monday Night Football against the easy pass defense, and he got hurt. And that happens sometimes. Guys get hurt. It happens in defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to eat a loss probably because Will Anderson like may not play this week, and his case is probably shot if that happens. It happens. Like you know, guys get hurt. Whatever. Um, he got hurt. I don't think he can win MVP. I don't think it's realistic. Uh, it is possible, but again, like Lamar, like Josh Allen, it takes something pretty crazy. It doesn't take anything crazy for Brock Purdy to win. It takes him showing up to win. That's why he's such a great, that's why his price is so likely to drop. That's why he's such a great bet. My concern is whoever the other guy is that makes it with him, one of the four or whatever, I think they're going to win. Like, I think they're going to beat him because <laughs> like, I think we're going to get there and everyone's going to be like, eh, other guy. It's like a cool, like if you bet Brock Purdy, like yay on the CLV. Also, like when we get to the votes, I don't know if he's got him. And it can play out a way where it's easy and he's the only guy left. But like, I don't think that's likely. There's too few games left. I think somebody's going with him to the end and they're probably going to win when that happens. So uh, that's kind of how I see it right now. Like if you have Dak, hopefully you added Purdy last week when I said I added Purdy and I didn't want to lose money on him. And now I think you just hang out and Tyreek was a tough loss because like we added him and he's not going to win. You know, you got to sweat Lamar having a huge game. That's about it. And then next week, if you have Dak, like we'll see how you know. Pray for the Buffalo game, basically, and see and see what happens. Like you're gonna, you're gonna. You, the good news is, as much as it's like, man, Purdy's a 14 point favorite, and Dak's like really likely to lose. There's a flip side to that, which is if Dak wins, it's almost already there. Like it really, because it's like you're just he can take a loss somewhere. Like winning the Buffalo game, like. Again, he and Purdy get to the end. He wins all the tiebreakers, I think. I think he would get, like, every vote if he and Purdy went to the end and he won three of the four remaining games. So just like, yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Also, there's a big reward for winning the game, too, which is I think he's ahead of Brock Purdy at that point. All right, you better you bet with Nick and Ken wrapping up our number one. We'll move to Offensive Player of the Year now where I think we'll have, like, the, the stew of anxiety might be on full boil as we approach yeah. this game on Sunday for Tyreek Hill, Offensive Player of the Year, where he's minus 200 to win the award. Christian McCaffrey's plus 150. We'll just talk about these two guys unless you think anyone else, anyone else is, yeah. is worth mentioning. So 
We don't have a Dolphins injury report yet for today, although Tua Tungavailoa addressed the news media in Miami and talking about if Tyree Kill's not available, that Jalen Waddle's going to step into that role. Tyree didn't practice yesterday. Like, the Dolphins injury report just in general is massive. Like, I need, I think I need to bet the Jets in this game and do it soon, just like to get a good number here, because they might not have any offensive linemen. Also, like, the weather in this game also looks absolutely terrible. Um potential major wins um maybe we have rain coming up in the forecast on sunday and like that's the dolphins passing game is all is all too like Tua doesn't have a josh allen arm he doesn't need to like for the offense to be successful also if it's windy like can he wing the ball through the wind down the field if, even if tyreek plays so i think it kind of makes the uh this do have anxiety here uh Tyreek minus 200, McCaffrey plus 150, and maybe we'll get a Tyreek injury report at some point in the next little bit here. We'll get it at some point before the end of the show, Ken. Give us a little on offensive player. We'll do this again coming up later in the program. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, there's a couple other things that we'll have to do in another segment, um, but like, I, I don't know what the bet's supposed to be here because there's a ton of mystery about whether the big favorite's going to play. I think in addition to that, you may, might be like, well, if it seems like he's not going to play, you bet McCaffrey. I think there's a lot of mystery about if he misses one game, is he still far enough ahead he can win? I and like and like what's the right number of games to miss? If it's two, does he definitely lose? If it's three, probably loses. I don't know, like what's the gray area here? If he just misses the Jets game, does he definitely lose? I still feel like he's impossibly far ahead. That's how I feel. I feel like he's so far ahead, but he's gotta play the games. Has to play in the games, obviously, and we don't know if that's gonna happen. So there's an, another question that needs to be asked in this market if he is gonna be hurt, but like I don't know if there's a great bet right now, like when we don't know if he's going to win, and I think he's really far ahead. Hour one done, hour two for you. Come on up on the other side. We'll get back to awards coming up later in the show, but three great guests will join us in hour number two when we're on stadium, and we'll start it off with our friend Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast.